Welcome to Growing Up Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. Hey, Cotton, how's it going? Doing fine, doing fine. Well, you know, what we're going to do this uh, episode is we're going to talk about the movies. Oh, okay. by the way, I did see the new Jurassic World movie. And? and? Um, yeah, I, I, I got to see it for free because my streaming service was showing it, and it was worth every penny. Oh, because you got it for free. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, they brought all the old actors back, right? Oh, they did? Yeah, yeah, they have all the old oh, actors okay. back. And, of course, since they are either almost my age or maybe just a little bit older, they weren't being chased by the dinosaurs all that much. <laughs> they can't run anymore, okay? I mean, they are if they get caught out in the field, they are dinosaur tidbits, okay? <laughs> so the young people were running away from the dinosaurs, not the old people. There you go. <laughs> But you know, if you want to see that kind of movie, I mean, it's it it was it was good. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Let's get back into how it was when we looked at some uh, the movies back in the fifties and the way it was the fifties sixties. Okay. First of all, let's go over some facts. Mm-hmm. Movie prices to get into a movie in the fifties and sixties ran anywhere from forty six cents to sixty cents. Yep. Today, you know, it's like thirteen dollars to seventeen dollars. Unless, yeah, unless of I course you're a senior like me, <laughs> then you get in for nine bucks. <laughs> <laughs> they just oh, I'm see sorry. You coming, in, coming in, saying, "Oh, that poor yeah. guy." I let, think let him in. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we're the only ones that go at twelve noon. <laughs> popcorn, popcorn back in the fifties and sixties, when anywhere from a small bag was five cents to a big bag was. 10 cents yeah yeah now it's about yeah, seven yeah. or i don't know about 475 to 750 yep yeah crazy uh, if you get a drink right now there's two ways mm-hmm. you can get a drink back then all right the millennials are going to think like this is crazy okay and it was if you got it in a cup if your theater was big enough to have a cup <laughs> a dispensing mm-hmm. machine it was five cents if yeah. the, if they gave you a bottle it was 10 cents but you get two cents back if you brought the bottle back <laughs> Most of the time, that bottle ended up being thrown at the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Today, what's what is the drink? By anywhere from four to four seventy-five, five bucks a drink or whatever. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. The number of theaters in the fifties was about five thousand. All righty. Yeah. Yeah. The number of theaters today, and of course, some of them. This one is just before the pandemic. I couldn't get real figures because there's a lot of shows that closed down. But just before the pandemic was 5,793. Wow. But there were multiplex theaters. In the 50s and the 50s and most of the 60s, it was only one screen per theater. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at screens today, movie indoor screens, there's 39,556. In just this is before the pandemic. <laughs> So, yeah. So, you know, the, most of them have like 10 theaters, 12 theaters in them or whatever. When we went to the show, it was only one. Were you a big show guy? Did you go to the oh, theater really? a lot? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, we did. Yeah. Did you and, go? And for some reason, I thought it was a quarter, but maybe not. Uh, maybe it, not. it could have been. If you went to a matinee, it was always cheaper. Yeah. This was the top rate. You're absolutely right. Uh, did you see a lot of movies when you were there? I mean, when you went? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when we were kids and stuff. And, mm. Did you go? Sometimes ever? my brothers and sisters would would kind of gather around me and walk me in, so I got in for free. But uh, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you couldn't but, afford a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that gives you something to buy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, like like uh, for us. My 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 dad wasn't a big theater guy, but I would go to the theater all the time. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't to see a movie. Really? Yes, sir. It was to get out of the hot weather because there was air conditioning. Oh, yeah. Because first of all, most of the houses didn't have air conditioning in the uh, late 50s, early 60s. So your mom kicks you out in the summer and says, don't come back till dinner. Well, it's hotter than blazes in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, man, I don't want to be outside. It's hot. So we would go down to the theater, pay our quarter, and we would stay there all afternoon. All right. <laughs> yep. We didn't yep. know what was on the screen. We had no idea. All right. We didn't care. You know, we'd just yep. go in and we'd sit down and, and get this. Remember back then, there was only one aisle in the theater and it was right down the middle. Yeah. The millennials don't understand why baby boomers sit off to the side because that's what we're used to. No one could ever get straight on to see a picture. We were always yeah. off to the side. And the second mm-hmm. reason is we can make a quick exit to go to the restroom. Yeah. <laughs> How about this on the old theaters? Did yours have curtains? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they would always close the curtains between each feature, right? Right. <laughs> and and usually you had a guy come out and with a mic and would explain the movie or talk about, okay, you know, welcome here and blah, 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 blah. And, it, the movie is about to start. Boom. And then they walk off. Well, you yeah, know what? You went to a high-class theater. You went to a high-class yeah. theater then. Hey, in Compton, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> because I tell you what, the one I went to was called a cameo in El Sereno, and that was just mayhem. I mean, kids running oh, up and down. Really? They used to take, remember those Jolly Ranchers? Remember the, 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 the you, you, you get, you still get them, the Jolly Ranchers, and they're real small now. You even hand them out yeah. for, remember how they used to be like about a, almost an inch wide and about six inches long? And you oh, could yeah. make one last for the entire show? Mm-hmm. Well, kids would get them all licked up, and they would throw them at the screen, and they'd stick on the screen. <laughs> I, I come from a pretty rowdy neighborhood, all right? Yeah, I mean, that was, was like uh, a- stuff thrown at the screen that was unbelievable. Okay, <laughs> but and how about this one? For the price of admission, you'd always got two movies and either a cartoon or the Three Stooges and intermission. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey Mo, <laughs> yeah. Hey, this fish looks like Mo. It is Mo. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so you'd always get those two movies, and none of them ever matched. In other words, like for instance, if the first one was a kids' movie, the next one could be a horror movie. We didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it was just one of, but we were there just for the air conditioning. So we went to the movies a lot during the summer. And yeah, then I'm we made, to, I don't know that we had two movies. I think, yeah, yeah, I think we did. Yes. Yeah. Always two movies. And they stopped that, I think, probably in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. Mm. I think Quentin Tarantino did that with one of his movies where he showed the curtains closing. Yeah. Think, yeah one of his movies. <laughs> yeah. You know. 
where one of his movies, yeah, yeah, where the curtains close and they would open up. And if it was an old theater like the ones I went to, oh, the curtains were just, they were stained and they were torn up and they looked bad. Yeah. <laughs> the first multiplex theater was open in Missouri Shopping Mall. It was in the early uh, 1960s where they actually had, you know, like it was an interior commercial retail and a show and they would have multiplexes in there. I think it was done by AMC. So that oh, was, wow. That was, yeah, that was, that was pretty interesting. I mean, that was, that was big back then. Talk about going to movies, right? Uh-huh. My wife, her parents would take the kids to the movie. Oh. And since there was no ratings, and these kids are young kids, mm-hmm. what do they take them to? They take them to the drive-in one time to go see Psycho. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> My my wife said she just was in their station wagon. She had the covers over her head, and she was not. Oh, she was scared her no get out. <laughs> and then what time take her to to see us? Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte. Oh yeah, remember that one? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had an issue sleeping with her hand out up at the bed. She had to keep it under the covers because all she could remember was the hand getting chopped off oh. at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> little do, do the parents even think this is going to affect us? <laughs> going like, oh, and then one time she tells me that they went to the show. Mm-hmm. A late show. I mean, she comes from a big family. And mm-hmm. so so the mother wants to go to the show and the dad's going like, No, you know, the kids gotta get to sleep. She says, Well, I'll take uh I'll take the two old girls, you know, which would be my wife, which I think she was probably I'm going to say no older than nine, maybe 10, and her uh, sister, which is about two years older. They go to the show, right? And this is late at night because she's already putting dinner up and stuff like this. It's like the last show. The mother leaves the lights on in the car. She goes downtown oh, Lincoln no. Heights in downtown. He's just outside of downtown Lincoln Heights to see a movie. <laughs> leaves the lights on in the car. There ain't nobody around. They get in the car. It doesn't start. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No cell phones. And do you think any of the pay phones work in that area? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) So they ended up having to walk to uh, her grandparents' house, and they finally got a ride home, but she said she'd never been so scared in her life. Man, they're out there in the middle of the night (laughs) in Lincoln Heights near Uh, downtown L.A. (laughs) Man. Uh, You know, with my dad, when it uh, came to uh, movies, Mm-hmm. We never, ever went to the theater. Really? Yes, we never, ever went. Mm. We went to the drive-in, but uh-huh. we never went to the theater. And you know, my dad, his favorite thing were bike movies. Really? Oh, he <laughs> loved them. I've seen every biker movie under the sun. Really? Oh, wow. golly. Okay, I'm going to throw you some titles out, I don't because I don't know if that was your thing. I never got to see Easy Rider with him because by that time I was on my own. All right, those came out in 69, and I was tired of going with the drive-in with my parents. Right. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> mm. All right. Hell Angels on Wheels. God, vaguely. All right. Now, get, get, get this. Jack Nicholson's in that one. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another one. This one. The Wild Angels. He loved that one. Never heard of that. Oh, that, uh, that was so bad. Had Bruce Dern. You've heard of Bruce Dern, right? Oh, yeah. Great actor. Oh, yeah. Peter mm-hmm. Fonda's in it, mm-hmm. and Nancy Sinatra's in it. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, how about this one? This one you should know. The mm-hmm. Born Losers. 
I did see that one. Yeah, yes. with uh, Tam, Tom Laughlin. Yep. Yep. Oh, that was one of my dad's favorites, especially at the scene yeah. when he shoots a guy right between the eyes and he puts on his sunglasses and, pew, and the glasses yeah, split apart. Yeah, takes off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, another one that he liked, well, what was it? The Devil's Angel. No, I never saw that. Yeah, that one. That one's an easy one to forget. I just remember oh, that was really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> And then the other one was the Glory Stompers. That was one of his big ones. And you, no. know, and you know who started in that one? Who? Dennis Hopper. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He was the head of the Black Souls. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, the, bike, the biker gang called the Black Souls. Those are probably the days when he had the big stash and long hair. And... <laughs> yeah, it could have been. It could have, or yeah. it could have been his, uh, his uh, prelude to, uh, they probably saw him <laughs> and they said, man, you'd be great in Easy Rider. <laughs> yep, yep. I used to have the poster of him flipping you off. Oh, yeah, that sounds I'll like something you'd have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, getting back to movies, right? And we talk about this, the sci-fi movies of those times. Mm-hmm. Remember in the 50s? In which case, you and I saw on TV on Channel 13, in, well, I did anyway, in the 60s. What was that? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, like they're... Uh, I think in your time you had um, Elvira. Remember? Oh yeah, you mean series? Yeah. Right, yeah. right. You know, you'd have Elvira, Elvira uh, Mistress of the yeah. Dark, and she would show all these bad films. <laughs> yeah. Right, and we would just I crack mean, up. Real bad tankers. Yeah. There was there was a guy before her, and I can't remember what his name was, but he would she was the he was a forerunner of that type of thing. Um, God, you know I, who I'm talking about. Yeah, he had the big hat and the mm-hmm. cape. I, 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 drew, I yeah. remember drawing a cartoon of him and sending it into the, the station. Um, what was his name? Sigmund? Um, I can't remember. I can't either, but I just remember that he was that guy, and he would always show these real bad oh, yeah. horror movies. Oh, yeah. And, and he'd make little jokes. in. Oh, yeah, he'd always was. make little jokes. And he'd always have mm-hmm. his crew come out in costumes. And one time he was on like a hearse, because remember he used to do the thing off a hearse? like an old type of hearse and the guy fell and he couldn't help but start laughing. He tripped over some of the wires and just went boom. <laughs> he just thought that was the greatest thing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But the thing about when you look at the um, old sci-fi movies, everything was always about aliens taking over the world or mm-hmm. radioactivity. Yeah. Cause that yeah. was new. Yep. Right. They always had to do because that's what the two things that scared us the most. First of all, the the red scare about Russia coming over and taking over the United States and all the nuclear tests, there's going to be heck to pay. <laughs> you know, you keep yep. you keep blowing these things up into the atmosphere, there's gonna be heck to pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, some of the best movies, some of the best movies, uh sci-fi movies that I can think of. Uh, one was the day the Earth stood still. Yeah, yeah. But even the I know that's been a remake with Keanu Reeves, but even the original right. is still pretty good. Oh, the, yeah, the original was just kind of groundbreaking. Yes, you know, absolutely, yeah. absolutely right. And the other one is uh, that I thought it was pretty good was when worlds collide. Can't remember that one. Okay, this is about a new star and a planet hurling itself toward Earth. Mm-hmm. The Earth is doomed, and these, uh, you know, survivalists. You know, frantically work to complete a rocket, find another world, and they're trying to build this rocket to take them out to save what little of humanity is still left. Huh. Now, this one, this one I used to have nightmares on because I was a small kid. 
the creature okay. from the Black Lagoon. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that was that. That, that wasn't was a bad, bad one. No. And, then, and who played him? Um, was it was it? Uh, I can't remember either. I think it was Boris Karloff, or no. it was one of the big actors. Nope, nope, not on it. those. No big horror stars with a creature on that one. Oh. Huh. Uh, this one was a good one too. If you remember this one, the thing. Oh yeah, the big hand. <laughs> and and John Carpenter did a great remake on that one with Kurt Russell. Oh, you're kidding! I did I didn't see that one. Oh man, you need to see that one. That one would just scare the pants off you. Really? Yeah. This one, remember, Jay Mar- Arnest was the uh, was the thing in the original. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was good. That was <laughs> good. Now did you get to, and, and how about this one? Do you remember this one? Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, vaguely, vaguely, but I remember the name. <laughs> okay, now they did a remake with Donald Sutherland. This one was uh, Kevin McCarthy is the is the main character on this one. Very very good movie for a sci-fi movie back in the fifties. Oh yeah, oh wow. yeah, excellent. Either done in nineteen fifty six. That one was a very very good one. Uh, <laughs> here's another good one. This is my favorite. War of the Worlds. Yes. Now we had a different one with Tom Cruise. War of the Worlds. Yes. Now, mm-hmm. this is why how times have changed. If you remember the War of the Worlds, the original in 1953, they're yeah. going to take over the Earth. In right. today's, the one with Tom Cruise, they're just going to suck all the minerals out of the Earth. That's right. Yeah. Uh, We're always worried about someone coming over back in the 50s, the Rushkies, as they'd like to call them, coming over yeah. and taking over the United States, where now yeah. we're worried yeah. about corporations sucking everything out of the Earth. Yeah. And so yeah. you can see the difference between the two. Yep. A groundbreaking one is the beast from 20,000 Phantoms. Do you remember that no. one? Oh, no. that, when, when that beast goes down and he's he terrorizing New York and he goes down and he picks up the cop by the head and then sucks him in. <laughs> what a great scene. The cop's coming to him and he's shooting him with, with, a, with a handgun. And the monster's kind of looking at him like that, goes down and, and picks him up by the head. And you just see the legs. Oh, and he sucks him right in. <laughs> Now, of course, I'm talking about the good movies. Those are the good sci-fi movies of the 50s. Now, let's get into the bad sci-fi movies of the 1950s. Here's one for you. <laughs> Invasion of the Saucer Men. <laughs> get no, this. The whole thing of this one here, they're aliens that are equipped with venomous claws, and they invade a small town, and you know it's bad here. When the teenagers, right, the town's teenagers population is mobilized to fight the menace. (laughs) (laughs) So you can see how bad that one was. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This one, how about this one? And this one is very popular. It's still a bad movie, but because it introduced Robbie the Robot. Forbidden Planet, 1956. Yes. You remember? Yeah, that was groundbreaking. Yeah, that robot, and it, that robot it never died. <laughs> I mean, what I'm saying is you see him through a Twilight Zone and everything like that. Oh, Everybody yeah. loved that robot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now, of course, this one, Plan 9 from Outer Space, 1957. God, I remember Edward, the name. Edward Wood Jr. movie. He made the worst movies ever. <laughs> All right. He's got one scene where there's an airplane and there's like curtains behind it. Looks like shower curtains. <laughs> I'm talking. This one is really bad. It is so bad that Belly Lugosi was supposed to star in it, mm-hmm. but he died. 
Okay, they only had a few scenes of him playing a vampire, of course. Yeah. <laughs> he died, but they didn't want to cut his scene and they did not want to cut his name out of it. So what mm -hmm. they did is they got an extra to play him. You would think they would get an extra that was probably the same height. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, this guy's a lot taller than Belly Lugosi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how bad these movies were. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. All right. How about this one? Monolith Monsters. Never heard of it. Oh, it was bad. All it was was just, you know, and it's always, you can tell it's always a cheap film when it only affects a small town. Okay. Oh, yeah. these, these are like meteors or big rocks that come, mm -hmm. that, that uh, uh, grow in contact with water, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and they threaten a sleepy southwestern desert community. So you know it's a cheap movie. Yeah. Oh. And this one, this one was so bad, they had to remake it in 1995. The Wasp Woman. <laughs> no. Nope, they actually remade too. this one in 95, and it is horrible. No way. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's about a, the head of this uh, cosmetic company experiments mm -hmm. on herself with a youth formula. Okay. from It's called the Royal Jelly Extract from Wasp. And guess what's happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> you get a bad horror costume out of this <laughs> so that was the whole thing the wasp woman and they made a remake i can't believe it oh really yeah well somebody went and saw it <laughs> yeah. either that or they just ran out of ideas <laughs> so, hey, let's make this one the wasp woman yeah that sounds great <laughs> oh then there was another one uh, this one i mentioned it's so bad i mean i wouldn't even recommend it but it's called <clears throat> The Black Sheep. And the only reason why I mention it is because Basil Rathbone's in it. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, Lone Chaney Jr. and John Carradine. I mean, those are some pretty big wow. names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's, that's it, a big cast. It's just about a mad scientist that, kept, that, that kidnaps victims, kids open their brains in an effort to discover a means to cure his wife's brain tumor. <laughs> so, hey, just cut out your wife's brain tumor. Yeah. <laughs> Now, this one, this one here, this is original. I thought it was a good movie, Godzilla. Oh, yeah. But. That, that was, I mean, that's when they had the little sets and mm -hmm, everything. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that and was good. They, and where they didn't make uh, machines that are just made to, to fight Godzilla, like the other ones did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, this one is the original one, not the one with Raymond Burr in it. There's two Godzillas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I think I think Raymond Burr was the first one I've saw, seen. Yeah, they spliced him into the movie. Oh, really? <laughs> Don't forget, this is done in 1954. Yeah. This is less than 10 years since World War II. Okay, yeah. so people still have this idea about the Japanese, and they ain't too they they none too happy. So what they <laughs> so what they thought they would do, they would put an American actor in because they knew the movie was good, but they didn't think it would sell in America. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So that was interesting. I know you've seen this one, Earth versus the Flying Saucers. Yes. Yeah, remember vaguely, that one? Vaguely remember, but yes, that was a good good one. That was <laughs> it, a good sci-fi. Inspired Tim Burton to do uh, Mars Attacks. Oh, is that? Oh, is that what he was doing? Yeah. <laughs> what was? How did those guys go? What did they go? Nark, 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 nark. <laughs> I can't remember. That was it. That was a great movie. I mean, as bad mm -hmm. as it was, it was a great movie. 
Yeah. Yeah. But this one's the same thing. Extraterrestrials traveling, you know, high-tech flying saucers, contact scientists as part of a plan to enslave the inhabitants of Earth. I mean, that's what they're doing. Oh, and remember yeah. that last scene is a crash into the uh, Washington Monument. You know, that was, that was... <laughs> yeah. this one. Yeah. I, yeah. And that was great animation. too. Yeah. For that time, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Here's yeah. one. I remember this one. And this, this was, this, this must have inspired Tim Burton too. Fiend without a face. I don't think I've ever okay. seen that. Oh, it is so, so bad. All right. <laughs> it looks like a brain with antennae with a small spinal cord. And it crawls around. Oh, yes, you got you know it. Close. You've seen it, huh? <laughs> yeah, would would remember Siegfried? <laughs> the old guy that used to um have a TV show that only showed uh, horror films. Yeah, he uh <laughs> yeah, he had uh, uh he had that show on. Oh yeah, it's a <laughs> great I, that's fiend, what I thought. Fiend without a face. And they would wrap it around the neck and they'd <laughs> and they'd strangle you and oh it was just Oh, it'd swing back and forth and bob up and down. It's like, yeah. uh, how bad could it get? <laughs> exactly. I tell you what, people need to just go on and just see these movies on like YouTube and they will have a good laugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here's another one. How about Rodan? Oh, yeah. Godzilla was an excellent movie for the time. This one was just bad. You yeah. Know, just an awful movie. This is when they started getting into that cheap Godzilla movies. You know, the rubber suit Godzilla guy. Oh, yeah. You know, so, uh, <laughs> you started dropping them like puppies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they'd walk and you'd see the fold in the costume. Yeah, and, yeah it was bad. <laughs> oh, the worst Godzilla movie was The Son of Godzilla. Did you ever see that I one? I, I don't think I ever did. Oh, 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 Cotton, you haven't lived till you've seen that one. <laughs> He's teaching Godzilla's teaching his son how to blow fire, and the only thing the kid can do is blow smoke rings. Oh, <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, you remember? Now I remember. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, I know. I'm, I know. I'm bringing back bad memories. <laughs> yeah, you hit that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how about this one? The Man from Planet X. I remember the title, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Well, you good thing you forget. It's just about some guy that comes from a planet. They can't understand him. He scouts uh, around on some remote Scottish island with unknown intentions. <laughs> they can't understand a word he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know this one's your favorite. Robot Monster. Robot Monster? This one was so bad that they put it in 3D. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> this one was the one with the gorilla suit, diver's helmet, and antennae on the diver's helmet. <laughs> uh, sounds like something on Outer Limits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you've got this guy in the gorilla suit, you know, the old-fashioned diver's helmet on with antennae. And the whole premise of the movie, he attempts uh -huh. to annihilate the last family alive on Earth, but finds himself falling for the beautiful daughter. <laughs> How bad is that? <laughs> How about this one? The Tingler. Do you the remember? Tingler? The Tingler. Vincent Price was in this one. Yeah. Oh, no, I, remember I remember going remember to the show on this one. Okay. And, the, <laughs> and it's, this, it's this thing that crawls around on the floor and it attacks you and eats you up. And, you know, it's just a small thing. And the funny <laughs> thing is, near the end of the movie, Vincent Price looks from the screen to the audience and he starts telling them 
the tingler. And the only way you can becomes paralyzed if it's loud noises. So he's tell, looking at the crowd, you know, the tingler, because it gets away. It could be under your seat. Scream, scream. And all the all the girls in the show start screaming. Ah! Oh, that's really clever. <laughs> so yeah. good. You have to look that one up. The Tingler. <laughs> <laughs> made, okay. made him go so they could participate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the mm-hmm. last one that I have for the 1950s, mm-hmm. The Bride of the Monster. This one was also done by Edward Wood. <laughs> oh, Ed Wood, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And this is about this is about a a a a mad doctor who attempts to create an atomic Superman. I don't know how the bride of the monster gets into this uh, <laughs> into the title. Belly Lugosi stars in this one. Oh, yeah, really? it's just it's just a bad 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 movie. Did no. you know Bella Lugosi played uh, Frankenstein too? No, I thought that was no, it was Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff played him all, almost all the times, but there is an old movie, mm-hmm. and and Bela Lugosi plays him. But yeah, so uh, so used to they used to get snuck in in the show, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody just group around me and walk me in. <laughs> well, we used to go to the drive-ins, and we'd always sneak my buddies in. Especially this one guy didn't want any, didn't want to uh, pay for anything. So oh really? <laughs> so we were getting tired of this. Yeah. Is we decide to. Uh, Okay, we're going to teach this guy a lesson. So he's in the he's in the trunk, and this is my four four two. We started <laughs> racing up and down the drive-in. <laughs> we, we can hear him. <laughs> we can hear his body slamming up and down. So he got so mad he he uh, stuck his hand through my uh, through the through the back. You know, like the, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, it was so brittle. He stuck it through and started you know, flipping people off. <laughs> so we had to, we had to let him off. And then what ended up happening was that we had just changed oil that day. You know how you drain the oil in a pan? Well, we had mm-hmm. d- emptied out the pan, but we put the oil filter. It got his shirt full oh, of oil. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was full of oil. <laughs> uh, he never, we, he never wanted to be snuck in again. Yeah. Serves them right. I bet. I bet. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. you know what? We got to get back into our into the worst movies now. We did the fifties, now the sixties. Now there's, I only did a few in the sixties. Okay. Okay, because <laughs> they there are so many cotton. There are so many, but I only <laughs> did a few of the sixties. Uh, just the highlights. Mm-hmm. Like here's one. How about Monster a Go Go? <laughs> No, I can't say that I know. Oh, I know it. I know. This is about a space capsule that crashes on Earth. The astronaut on board disappears. But there's somehow there's a connection between the missing man and the monster roaming the area. We don't know what the connection is because when you first see the movie, you think it's the astronaut because that's what they kind of let you to believe. But then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, the astronaut comes out again at the end of the movie, near the end of the movie. So it's like, what did you change? You change on the way, or what's the story on this? <laughs> Man, oh, here, here's another one: the Beast of Yucca Flats. <laughs> nope, never did, heard of did, that. One. Did you ever see the uh, movie Planet Nine from Outer Space? Right? Yeah. They, remember they, the the, remember. the zombie, the big kind of heavy set zombie guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's in this one. 
<laughs> well, what ends up happening is, a you know, it's a defecting Soviet scientist is hit by a nuclear explosion near Yucca Flats, and he roams the area. So he's a good-looking scientist. Then he turns into that kind of like beastly kind of guy. Oh, really? Yeah, and he just ro <laughs> he roams around some small Yucca Flats towns and, you know, kills people and stuff like that. So I just... <laughs> And then this one I mentioned only because you'll know who it is. Egon, this nope. one is about a teenager stumble across this prehistoric caveman. Kind of, like, kind of sounds like Encino Man, but this dude is not hip. This oh, guy goes uh, on a rampage, and the guy that plays the caveman is Jaws from the uh, James Bond movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, here's a great one for you. Astro Zombie. <laughs> The whole idea is to build a superhuman. You know what? This whole thing about super soldiers that you see a lot of today, it still goes way back. Everybody's always trying to build a better soldier, right? Yeah. And it always <laughs> ends up bad. <laughs> what is it? it? It's like, it's what is it? The Resident Evil. That could have been a remake of this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah it's the really? same thing. They're trying to make a super soldier, and they end up screwing it up. <laughs> I like that Resident Evil. I do too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen them all. They are yep. so bad, they're yep. great. <laughs> Did you ever see like the uh, Crawling Eye? Yes. Yeah, yes. that was a 1950s. I forgot to mention the, that one. The that, eyelashes would take it, walk <laughs> <block> it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this one is even worse than that because mm. at least it was the fog. If you saw the fog, you know the eyes were in there. Mm. But. <laughs> The Crawling Hand. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah, that, that one? Was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that was so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hand, like, I mean, it's almost as bad as the mummy. <laughs> yeah. You can't outrun the hand and the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> and it could jump, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it. Oh, how bad that was. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, about the, how about this one called The Skull? Do you remember no. that movie, The Skull? No. Yeah, I saw that one when I, you know, in one of my summers, you know, that it was too hot and I went in there. That thing was so bad, but the thing was, it, it, I had nightmares on it. <laughs> I mean, this thing was so bad that the skull would, would chase people and would be rolling. <laughs> He'd roll upstairs and everything chasing people. <laughs> but I guess that's more believable than a hand that can't move worth a darn. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So, you know, so all of these were um, were these movies that were just, God, I just can't believe how, how bad some of them were. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know what? We all had fun watching them. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was good, good to get out and, yeah, go to the movie theater and, mm -hmm. and uh, laugh your butt off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and just the effects were just so bad on a lot of them. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, you know, you there's a flying saucer bobbing around. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, you know, I have to have a few uh, notables. You know, we have to mention the blob. Yeah. Do you remember the blob? 1958. Oh, yeah. And who started mm -hmm. that one? I have no idea. Steve McQueen. Oh, really? Yes, indeedy. Wow. Yep, exactly. And the only reason why <laughs> I mentioned that one is because he's in it. And that's actually yeah. not a bad movie. And they made a remake, of course, I think back in the 80s again on that one. And yeah. I have to mention The Invisible Boy. And the only reason why I mentioned him is because Robbie the Robot's in that one, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that one. Yeah, <laughs> they, well, they're, they're, what they're trying to do is prevent a supercomputer from controlling the Earth. 
from a satellite. Oh, really? Do they are not, do, you know, I mean, this has been a theme. I mean, this is like the Terminator thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, do, do you understand? You're dealing uh, with AI. They're eventually going to take over. <laughs> Don't you watch these sci-fi movies? <laughs> you know, my favorite, the giant claw. And I sent you that picture of the uh, monster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told you, that thing was so bad, they didn't even show the face on the advertisement. <laughs> Did that thing look bad or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, this is about, you know, it is, it is a prehistoric bird that can fly at supersonic speed so it can mm-hmm. catch jets and all of that stuff. It was just a bad movie. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. just flat out bad. Oh, <laughs> and like I said, attack of the of the crab monsters. <laughs> no. You never heard of that one? No, there was a porno one out called Attack of the Crabs. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one, this one's so funny because these scientists, right? They're trapped on this shrinking island. This island is <laughs> shrinking, and these monstrous crabs are coming after them. <laughs> Okay, uh, all right. and here's another one that we're going to mention. Okay. Belly Lugosi meets the Brooklyn Gorilla. What? <laughs> and no, this is not an Ed Wood movie. <laughs> but really? Belly Lugosi meets a Brooklyn Gorilla. And it's, a, it's like about two goofy in, entertainers. It's almost like a Bob Hope movie, right? They, uh-huh. like, and they meet a mad scientist in the Jungle Island. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but, Unreal. but what i mentioned that i'd like to mention that's a bad movie and we'll we'll, we'll end it here mm-hmm. the curse of frankenstein the curse of frankenstein the curse of frankenstein. quite a few of them but no the reason why i mentioned this is because of two actors in it peter cushing wow and christopher lee really yeah okay both yeah. of them both of them now of course nobody knows who they are in the millennial generation. Yeah. But yes, they do from Star Wars. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Remember, uh, Peter uh, Peter Cushing was uh, Grand Muff uh, Tarkat from uh, yep. Star Wars. And mm-hmm. then the um, Christopher Lee is what, what, Count Dooku or whatever they call him down. <laughs> hey, hey, Cotton, if I'm not mistaken, you also had a few uh, movies or something, not movies or series or stuff like that. I did bit parts when I say that, like in the crowd. Oh, I. I was always the act, act or uh, what do you call it? The extra. stand-in, the extra. stand-in, the extra or stand-in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man. Was this uh, the, the the TV series or the TV the, the, oh, mm-hmm. the TV series? Yes. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, and that's uh, well, how shoot. Did... I'm trying to think how old I was. I don't think I was 18. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. We we did that and we all went down to I I had costumes left over from all the theater I used to do, mm-hmm. so I played a turtle, and uh, <laughs> my buddy George uh, came as a rooster, and uh, <laughs> and the costumes all fit everybody and I can't remember what the last one was, but well, uh, uh, but yeah, wait, wait. cotton yeah. cotton cotton you yeah. had to supply your own costumes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this that's is part, a cheap that's thing. part of that's part of getting getting uh, getting paid to go in. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? What exactly happened? Well, I mean, you well, know, it what... was great. It was it was uh, you know like like normal because we did a few of these things and um, mm-hmm. 
we went went into uh, in there, and uh, of course, and everybody checked us in. And Morgan mm-hmm. Fairchild was there. And, oh, how cool is that? And they moved me. That must her. have been before she was a big star. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Because they moved me by her because I was in this colorful turtle costume, and <laughs> and they're getting ready ready to film, and mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm standing next to her, and I go, uh, so are are you um you an extra? And she goes looks down at me and just goes, I'm an actress. I go, oh, excuse me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was, you know, it was kind of cool. You could, mm-hmm. you know, see, see us on those old TV series. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then, uh, you know, I uh, went, went and ate, ate uh, lunch because they all, or dinner. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they always did that. They yeah. always they had a really good spread for you. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting with the extras, and, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Fernando Lamas was directing this one. So he sat right next to me, and I'm going, oh, hey, do you know this is the extras? And he goes, I don't sit next to actors. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah. he was a really, mm-hmm. really decent guy. So we talked talked for yeah, a good half hour. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was a... It was a good, good little deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, let's see, the Rose. Oh, um, uh, Bet, uh, Bet Midler, right? Bet Midler, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So you know, we're just remember it was extra, so we we're all crowds, mm-hmm. and I had to drive my uh, my '68 uh, Nova in there, and um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, we're all standing there going, "Oh!" When she's walking by us, and she just looks at me and gives me a big pinch on this cheek and i go oh my gosh <laughs> i'm not washing this cheek <laughs> now you're talking no, about the ones on your face right yeah that's right oh, okay <laughs> we want to make sure we clarify that yeah the other cheek yeah she, she'd have to smell her fingers afterwards. <laughs> but yeah no we had we had a few of these uh, mm-hmm. centerfold girls was another one and uh mm-hmm. trying to think of the other Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I just had a few. My buddy George had a had a lot more because mm-hmm. his um, his uncle or something was kind of into central casting, so that's how we all got in there. Wow, that's pretty cool, though. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it sounds like it. Wow, that is what people would have expected back in the fifties and the sixties. Now, again, some movies were pretty good. I mean, they had some great epic movies. And this is what they had to do in the 50s is make epics because people were going to television. They were no longer coming out the theaters. So you had your first epic movie like The Robe, Ben-Hur. You know, yeah. where they have just huge, huge productions. In Ben-Hur, 30,000 costumes had to be maintained. Wow. Great, like, great movie. Oh, yeah. And they made yeah. some stinkers, too. Some epic stinkers, like they do today. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, except they just don't cost $200 million. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Cotton, I think we need to bring this one to a close, my man. All right. Very interesting. <laughs> well, you have a great day. You too, Padre. Right, bye-bye. Nos vemos después. We'd like to thank you for listening and leave you with this hope. One thing I've learned is that life is too short and movies are too long. Until next time, may God bless.